Season two, episode three. Yeah, yeah. Hobby talk. RTI mention. Because we might be able to do it in March. What were our ideas again? I know one of them was staying motivated. Yeah, staying motivated. Holy shit, that's insane. What? There is a deer or an elk, I can't tell, I'm not a hunter, that literally has the decapitated head of another deer attached to his horns. Oh, that's probably an elk. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, what I'm assuming was he decided he wanted to fight the dead body and got hooked on his fucking No, he probably fucking ripped it apart while it was alive. Or that, that's just as that's even I've more seen disturbing. elk fight, it's fucking insane. Mm. Um, Savage. Yeah. yeah, when I was working at uh, Victaulic, we went golfing at uh, the Banff Springs, the PGA mm-hmm. course. Yeah. And um, like, it, it was September, so it's elk mating season. You can just hear them fucking screaming through the mountains, and it's just yeah. echoing. And their scream is fucking terrifying. Um, but, uh, uh, sorry, I got a sneeze coming on. No worries. Um, false alarm. And uh, anyway, so we get to like the 16th hole, I think it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe the 15th. And there's just a massive elk sitting in the first cut. Um, just off the fairway, like halfway mm-hmm. down, down the hole. And he's just screaming away. Uh, and my buddy actually got pretty close to him because his shot landed like right next to him. Yeah, I was like, you should probably just drop. Uh, and he was like, no, I'm not taking the stroke. And the elk just watched him do it and didn't fight him or anything. And I was like, yeah, fucking lucky. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he's still yelling, whatever. We get to the 18th hole. And uh, we just teed off. And then we heard like an answer come back to his call Uh-oh. from to like to our right. And on the 18th hole, it kind of has like this slight hill on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on the other side of the hill is like the Bow River. And, um, and so like this thing is close and we're like, Oh fuck. And so we like, we run up the little hill and we look over and sure enough, just an even bigger fucking elk is just clipping along, running through the river. Hmm. And he kind of looks at us and then turns and starts coming our way. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Get in the fucking cart, dude. Um, and, uh, uh, fuck. We should have talked about this on the podcast. Um, would have been good. Oh, I'm recording. I'm oh, recording. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can just go from here. Um, and uh, anyway, um, yeah, he 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 hooks in, and mm. um, uh, we we jump into the golf cart, and we're just watching, like waiting for him to come over, so that way we can just gun it and head for the clubhouse. Yeah. And uh, he like he corrects his course because the other elk had screamed again, and mm. he comes like running over the fucking hill, and then just comes bombing straight towards it and i was like fuck finishing the course let's go watch this elk fight <laughs> um, and we like turn around just whipped it and we got back there like as fast as we could i lost the video i had a video of it um and uh maybe i can find it but um 
like this elk just takes a run at the other one and in the interim a whole bunch of female elk had showed up so mm. now there's like an audience and like the stakes have never been higher and uh he just flips like the 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 attacking elk that came through mm. the river just flips the the other elk oh, uh, yeah and i don't know if you've seen an elk up close but they like, big. they dwarf deer yeah yeah like they could stomp the ever-loving shit out of like a mm. full-grown buck okay. um, like they are massive they're in between a moose and a deer um, mm, yeah 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 and like their antlers are even larger than a deer's antlers and they're pretty hooked and pretty barbed like pretty sharp mm. uh so yeah he probably just tore that thing's head off like by himself well i just saved the picture so i will add it into the youtube video Okay. Fuck. All right. <laughs> um, we'll just go back and we'll record the the intro. Well, we could just go right into the intro and be like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And people I mean, just get confused. <laughs> I'm okay. With it. <laughs> um, yeah, right on. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, I guess we should have finished deciding what we were going to talk about. Um, we're going to do hobby talk first. We're going to yeah. ta- talk, around, you know, return to S fan a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there's been some changes there, and then uh we're gonna talk about like staying motivated how, how to stay motivated how to get motivated because mm-hmm. um, craig's feeling the grind and I am. uh there was another thing that we were gonna we talk have about. a listener list oh fuck right we have a listener list mm-hmm. uh, uh, iron hands yeah the iron hands Shit. now I, i'm I a... knew there was something i was supposed to do Oh, you didn't do it, did oh, you? Oh, I can do it. I'll now I'll do it while we're while we're talking. We'll, we'll, we'll fucking, fucking do, it, do live. it live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I got it and I got ready and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna head upstairs and then I went upstairs and we watched The Incredibles too. Oh. Um. Yeah. We hadn't seen it, so it was pretty yeah, good. I liked it. Bad. First um, one's better, I think. Really? I thought the second one was better. Oh, I like the first one. That's the beauty of art. It's subjective. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's like uh, like our buddy Lou Cash uh, posted in the Grimdark Painters, and this just muff was like, I don't know if it counts as Grimdark, but it's pretty good. I was like, fuck you, it's covered in rust. I was like, it's fucking dark toned. Like he's taking a good photograph of it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's Blanchitsu, but he didn't post it in the Blanchitsu group. He posted it in the Grimdark group. And it was, um, you know, it's a death guard. And, like, Lukash paints like a fiend, man. Like, he he's a fucking wizard with the brush. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he is. Yeah, it looked awesome. We'll put his thing in the show notes. Uh, I'm going to write that down. Lukash Instagram. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he doesn't play 30K, but... Um, Still, I mean, I can appreciate his art. And, and yeah. let's be real, the Death Guard models that have come out for 40K oh, are pretty fucking beautiful. The Death Guard models are, are fantastic. Yeah, like they worked like the Cataphracty armor into the like mm-hmm. Terminators, and they all look like they're Mark III, and they've just been around for fucking 10,000 years, rusting and gut-busting. You could totally mm-hmm. use them for like a late war or like a siege on Terra. Actually, funny note about that, that was my plan. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to eventually like, add death guard 40k death guard models into my death guard army for ones veterans i was going to use them for veterans who've changed yeah already succumbed to the uh the the great unclean nurgle. one yeah. nurgle and whatnot and because obviously they were the veterans were the favored the chosen yeah. right yeah so that was my plan and i haven't got to it yet but thank you for reminding me that yeah yeah no worries um i i mean 
you know, I don't know what you're planning, but what I would probably do is like remove some of the more like, you know, guts hanging out and stuff yeah. um, and like green stuff over them a little bit and just make them look like they haven't quite been out there for 10,000 years yet. Well, do you remember, do you remember the old Death Guard um, 40K models? Like from the previous edition or like from a long time ago? From a long time ago. No, I never saw them. Um, I'm going to see if we can um, find some. All right. All right. You, you look that up. Um, I will. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, maybe, they're they're maybe this they're not what motivates it. <laughs> they're not they're not as um they're not as what's the word I'm looking for? They're not as like guts busting out. They're you know the the their armor plates are swollen. They've got the stomachs, but they're not as rotten as the ones as they yeah. are now. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, let me see if I, I want to find Death Guard. Models. Yeah, man, we're doing this live, guys. Like this is fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but the, yeah, I mean that's what I'm thinking, right? Like I I do want to get my hands on a couple of specific ones. I think it might be the ones because they're the Death Guard actually are the are the current series of Space Marine heroes. Mm. Oh, so are you, they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you can get some pretty unique ones. So if you're gonna do that, I would definitely snap up a couple of those. But like I saw somebody had done a pretty cool conversion of one of them into mm. like a Legion of the Damned Legionnaire. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's fucking. That's sexy because like it has the as the bolts like just hanging loose out of the bolter and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah you like green stuffed over most of the holes but left the ones that look like gunshots and stuff so that way it still kind of looks pockmarked and okay yeah um, yeah and then just painted it up like it was on fire and like the gorget seals were like a source of fire and I was like fuck this looks awesome mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm, I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a space wolf test scheme uh, okay. I guess we're jumping right into hobby talk, but uh, <laughs> that works for me. Yeah, I'm um, gonna send you a photo here. There's one. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, yeah. So like, I'm working on a space wolf test, and and I had come across that like limited edition model mm-hmm. of um, I think he's called Sergeant Joven. He's he's and I mean you know we talked about it on the show before. I like using the Primaris models as like base yeah. test pieces because they they've yeah. got big plates, like they're a little bit bigger, so you can experiment a little bit easier and, and get the motion down pat before you move it on to the other miniature. And mm-hmm. um, and it'll work for me because I usually paint like the Primark and stuff first. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I see. Here, I'm about to send yep. you another. This is the old box set here. Oh okay, yeah yeah yeah. See, yeah. th- those would work, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, the new ones look very similar, but without the Anvilus pattern backpacks, they've got, like, the Mark III armor. But, yeah, yeah. yeah I would change aesthetic. those to the Mark III backpacks. Yep. But, yeah, if I could get my hands on those, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be happy. Nah, just use the new ones, man, because, like, they're bigger, they're meaner. Like, mm. they'll stand out. Just, you got to put the elbow just grease in, but... The elbow grease to get the ones I need, right? Um. Well, I mean, even still, like, uh, let me pull up the general kit. Because I think the ones that um, were in like the starter box or whatever were probably like a little more bloaty and somewhat. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking. But, um, I'm looking at the model uh, some right now. Death Guard. Um, yeah, like the Plague Marines are like some of them will work well. Yeah, but some of those ones look like they're just a bunch of work. Um, well, I'm looking Plague at Marine the... reinforcements would be easier. They're only three. Um, are they only three models? I think it is. Oh my god, three models for fifty dollars? What? This is the one uh, out front. No, it's not. He has the same pose as the Legion of the Damned one, but that one would make a cool Legion of the Damned. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm looking at them right now. The, the icon bearer looks good. Like he would work awesome as like a Vexillus. He's got that same tube thing as that first picture you sent. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what? Maybe it is the ones from the box set that would work easier. Nice. Um. Yeah. Oh man, the new like the Death Shroud look good. Like they look like they're cataphracty. I mean, yeah. they're a little too like you know this guy's got like a mouth in his stomach, but um, Blightlord Terminators actually wouldn't take a ton of work. It looks like. Well, yeah, they my, wouldn't at all. One of the issues I have with um, 40k models, um, some of them are a bit too, and I use this term, and this might give me a little hate, but cartoonish. No, man. no I mean it's like you know they they somewhat are, and I think part of that is just because it probably um like age of sigmar has been successful mm-hmm. right um and because of that like that's got a real like wowish feel to it mm-hmm. and so um the other part of it too i think is like because I, I noticed this with like the older 40k like the last edition 40k models like there's so many little bits and bobs on a fucking marine mm-hmm. yeah right? it's like here's fucking 18 purity seals and like x you know trim and then uh you know here's all the extra little like arm like you know the armor segmented but this one's also got like a fucking eagle on it and it and it has you know this chapter campaign thing and it just yeah like, holy shit um here i'm um, we're yeah, just there's gonna so much on it um but and they made just... the models a little bit bigger too right so just give I me think one that's second what makes it cartoonish look we're gonna we're gonna pause for just a second here i will be okay. right back i'm yeah. sorry about this guys just give me one sec yeah, for I'm gonna sure. pause. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So. So we're, we're back. About, we're back. Yeah. Sorry, my my kid came downstairs and I had to deal with that quickly. Yeah, no worries. Sometimes mm. he needs stuff. Mm, sometimes. So, uh, the Death Guard. Back to the Death Guard. Oh yeah. We went yeah. like just right into this, full into this. No, oh, whatever. <laughs> it works for me. I need a lot of filler today. <laughs> I need a lot of fluff. Um. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, there are. Oh, look at that! Oh, look at these guys. These guys. These are the ones here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this sent to you. Yeah, ASAP. yeah. Pull up the chat. Um, I saw some good Saturnine Terminators today too, mm. from like a company on Etsy. Um, and uh, like I would maybe run those instead of Cataphracty if I was gonna buy any more. Like if I didn't already have my Tartarus Terminators built, I'd buy two of those because they're like. They're like 60 bucks Canadian for five of them. And they come with combi bolters and power fists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could just swap the combi bolters for the combi uh, combi weapons that I, I'm, I've equipped my Tartarus with. Mm-hmm. But like they're bulky. I could have run them as Cataphracty. And um, they're like $20 cheaper than uh, GW Plastic Cataphracty. Because mm-hmm. those are like 80 bucks for five. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, but it, and and those are like you got to order them too. Um, you can't just go pick mm. them up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, they're good models. They have lots of extra bits and stuff. But yeah, I imagine the the other ones don't have them. But I mean, if you're just gonna build cataphracty terminators, power fist and combi bolters, mm. I would almost get those ones from Etsy for the Saturnine instead. Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, the Saturnine terminators, they look like they should be bloody invincible. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll get rules for them. If not, like we can just make some. Um, uh, yeah, use, use them at our events. Uh, I I think just put them to toughness five or something. Yeah, Give them that would make sense. I, I I could see that for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, 
toughness five, two wounds. Mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. him a little price here. Um, yeah, those. I don't know. I like Saturnine Terminators. They're fucking. They do too. They're heavy duty, um, and they're just they're ubiquitous. Uh, fuck. I mean, you know, I still have Mark Six Power Armor the most, I think. But um, see, I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Mark Three. Mark Three. Uh, see, I don't uh, love Mark Three. I like Mark Two, uh, which I know is kind of the same thing, just minus the like extra plates. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I like the Mark II helmet way better than the Mark III. Like, I don't like how long the Mark III helmet is, like from cranium to nose. Okay. Like, uh, or um, not cranium, like the back of the skull to the nose. Um, like it's it's long, right? But the the um, Mark II, like, just looks like a helmet. Like, mm. um, you know what I mean? It kind of looks the the Mark III kind of looks almost like. It, it looks like it's almost as long as like a beaky helmet. Um, mm. So you don't get as much out of it. And I think no. the Mark three helmet's supposed to be like locked in place or something, but, and I'd like the, I like the Cyclops visor on the Mark two mm-hmm. over like the two eye slots. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I do like that. That's, it's a little more, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Just looks more grim industrial. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I like it, um, especially for like older like vets and stuff. Um, I have so much Mark Three. I just mm. don't know what to fucking do with it. Um, I have tons of it because uh, I, I don't know. I just don't know what to use it for, to be honest with you. Because um, mm. it's the plastic ones too, so like they're a little bit bigger. And yeah. because I used like different like varying armor marks inside the Space Wolves, like I used all resins. Mm. Um, so they just stand out too much. Um, I don't know. It just I, I have no idea what to do with it. Uh, sometimes I get tempted to do an Emperor's Children again, but I just can't go back down that road. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. I was going to use them for the Blood Angels and stuff, but I don't even think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to do the Blood Angels. Um, we'll see. You're not going to do your Blood Angels now? Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm trying to like pare down. You know, worry about yeah, that you... stuff. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. You were saying that. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how many marine? How many different marines do I really need? Well, if you're me, lots. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, uh, I hear, I, I got, hear you. I got rid of my mechanica, so I pared that down. Yeah. Kept my Castellax, um, because I can use them in like, with Pravians and stuff. Yeah. And so if I just leave them in the Mechanicum colors, I can run them literally with anything. Yeah, they can be uh, Dark Mechanicum. Well, they can, you need I mean, they can they can be with my Ashen Claws. They can be with my Raven Guard. They could be with my Space Wolves. Like whatever I wanted, I just got to make a Pravian for that that army. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look cool. Uh, they're fun. They're a cool model. And I did a lot of work on Siegebot, so I'm not giving Siegebot up. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I just like pain. I didn't want to give them up with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I love the Thalax and the way the Thalax look too, but I was just like, ah, man, like, I have too much shit. <laughs> I'm just never going to finish it uh, if I don't start making some tough decisions. So the, the, the Mechanicum are gone then? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sold them to a gentleman in Dawson's Creek, BC. Oh. Yeah. They, they have, I, 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 there's been a couple guys that have, um, been on the edl 30k page there 
and they're from Dawson's Creek. It seems like they have might have. No, a, it's on the hub. They're on the hub. They're on the hub. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I told them. Well, to no, the the, hub. there's a, there's also they're also on the 30k EDL 30k page too. Oh, yeah, they could be. Um, I think they used to. I think they were on that for a while, as I think one of them used to live in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, it's it's tale as old as time. We've heard it a hundred times. They they just didn't like the play style that was going on. Yeah. Um, and so they stopped. They stopped interacting. And that's when I kind of told them about the hub and stuff and yeah. kind of how you and I like to play and you know guys like Chris and Ryan yeah, uh, and how we just kind of want to do it more beer and pretzels, like fucking cool models, cool paint jobs. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yeah, and insane shit. Um, just do it the Wild West. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, oh, that does sound awesome. So I was like, yeah, man, join the hub page and just be active. Yeah. Because uh, I don't see much happen on, on the EDL 30K page these days. It's uh, unfortunate, but... It well, I, it I think it's mostly just because they, they mostly just run leagues and stuff, right? And well, the, the, can't do when, that right now. when the page was created by me and Alex way back, not not you, but the other no, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Alex Flack, yeah. Um, back, back in the day, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be a hub of all things 30K related. And then yeah. it turned into the, the, the league. And then with COVID, the league is just non-existent like we can't play games so yeah yeah so i mean what are you gonna do right i'm sure it'll pick back up yeah once uh, once we in time but yeah uh, i'm not super keen to play in like a league so i mean i gave them i gave them the idea of kind of what what we were doing in the necromunda group uh here in edmonton and i was like what you guys should do is just run like you know create your campaign kind of like stilling of barteth style yeah um and uh you know, don't be like you have two weeks to get your games in and you have to play this person because we always ran into the issue where like, you know, guys wouldn't get their games in or they'd be like, can I have an extension? And it throws everyone else off. And now the whole league is off by a week. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the people who paid for it, who want to play their games are getting annoyed. And then, you know, it just turns into this thing where nobody's having fun. Mm-hmm. And because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've, I've run a couple of leagues in the past and, and I, yeah, that always bugged me, too, and hounding people to get their games in. Yeah. And I was like, so you can move forward. With yeah. That. Yeah. And I mean, COVID hit like right after I gave this suggestion. So mm. too bad. But, um, you know, I said, like, you guys should just get aligned with a store or two and mm-hmm. run you know, one or two of these game nights a month mm-hmm. um, and just be like, yo, it's like Horace Heresy night over at Red Claw or Thunderground or App to Game or wherever, wherever they can find the space to host everybody. And then you come down you know, whoever's running the league um, or not the league at this point, because now it would turn into a campaign. Whoever's running the campaign is there to mm. take scores and or, you know, however they want to measure it, whether it's campaign points or objective points yeah. or VP points or what. Um, and then have them there to record it right away. And then you can play whoever you want. You can start calling guys out and then you start getting like rivalries and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, you start ending up when we were talking to Andrew Hollis, I was talking about like Dean Morris's unkillable Praetor mm-hmm. for the blood angels. Like that's how you get stuff like that. Right. You get yeah. guys that want to try to murder it and these cool narratives and these cool little side stories start to evolve out of it. But mm-hmm. you know, even if you're running a campaign within the constraint, within the, um, you know, the constraints of a league, then it's like, mm. oh, you have to go play this guy next, and you have to play this guy next, and you have to play this guy next, and it ends up just feeling bracketed and like yeah. a tournament anyway. But yeah, you know, there's a narrative on it, but then you end up with guys that are still treating it like a tournament, and there's this disconnect. 
right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you're a guy who wants to power game and people don't want to play against that power game or nobody's being forced to play against him mm-hmm. in these, these, you know, open gaming nights, yeah. and then either he's going to tone it down and change or he's going to stop coming, which is one of the two, the two options really. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you'll get one guy who might play him every now and again. Yeah. Right. Um, and instead you just, you know, you charge $2 to participate and that pools together for the prizes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you participated in the campaign, you go into a draw for whatever the prize is. But again, you, you know, you got to make sure if, if you want to encourage, um, or discourage that podium finish mentality, uh, mm-hmm. as, as Andrew Hollis called it, um, then you have to, you, you can't give prizes for performance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, being it's, the best, the best player and winning all your games doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. It's yeah. about having fun, right? Yeah, exactly. So like, if that's the kind of event, the kind of group that you want to create and you want to play in, which it sounds like that's kind of the way that, you know, the EDL wanted to move to, then you got to get rid of that podium finish, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I mean, you know, you and I were, on the little group that was creating these leagues. And I mean, you were there, like I fought fervently against, you know, best and best and yeah, first, you second, did. third, yeah. because I was like, no, it's going to send the wrong message. That's not what I'm trying to do with this campaign. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to create a story and have guys just show up and, and, you know, have a good time. And sure enough, like, you know, we lost two veteran players after that campaign. Mm-hmm. We lost two dudes that were brand new uh, actually, I think we lost three veteran players. Uh, and, mm. you know, I, that's the same time that Custodians and Thousand Sons came out. Nobody played Thousand Sons in, in that No, that it was league, just Custodians. Yeah, we did, we did have two Custodians. Um, and we had a Mechanicum player that was playing Cybernetica with Scoria and um, yeah. you know, two, two giant Thanatars and three um, Vulturax. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we had a new militia player show up and, and he played against that Mechanicum player and the militia player, like the Mechanicum player didn't even have to finish his second turn shooting before the guy was tabled. Yeah. Like he That's just want, not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. So the guy never came back and he won't even try 30 K again. And that's unfortunate. Like, right? you know, we, the, I guess one of the big things is when it comes to these veterans, veteran players is, you got to understand that if you're going to go and, um, you know, curb stomp a new player, you're not, you're not helping the community grow. You're just teaching these no, guys that, that, but that there was a podium there, finish. Yeah. Right? So, it was, that, it was, so it was, it was like, I don't care about this new player and how he feels. I want to get the, you know, the forge world gift certificate that comes with first place mm-hmm. and the stupid little plaque. I mean, and, and I don't care that I said, stupid, you know, stupid plaque. I hate it. Like I never liked him. I hated that we were spending money on it. Um, you know, that's, that's more money that could have gone to a prize. Uh, you know, if you're going to run, uh, you know, an event with a podium finish, then sure. Do a trophy, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's your thing. Go for it. Um, but that's, that's what, you know, just irked me. And eventually I just started doing stuff on my own because yeah. I was sick and tired of making compromises like that, where I felt like I had to sacrifice the integrity and other people's enjoyment um, just for a podium finish for, for a plaque. And like, like, what am I going to do with that? I'm not going to put it on display and fucking have it professionally lit. 
<laughs> well, no, and I hear you, but at the same time, I mean, that's 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 your thoughts. Some guys are differently than some guys think differently than that. Some guys yeah. want that that achievement, and you know, um, not not everyone agrees with them, and not everyone agrees with you. But yeah, I mean, I I, I can see fine. where you're coming. I can I can see where you're coming from, and I understand where you're coming from because we were we were in the thick of that back in the day. Like that was this was what three four years ago when when this was really we were really in the thick of things um and there was a lot of you know headbutting over that and there's two there there really are two camps here in, yeah. in our neck of the woods you and got I think the guys probably two camps in a lot of spots but oh yeah you know my, my argument was always like we don't have to try to cater to everybody mm. you know what i mean like because uh, I mean, for a long time, I felt like I had to just play heresy by that, those rules. Um, and sure enough, there was other heresy players around. Yeah, they just you weren't know, into that. Yeah, yeah, they weren't into it. So I didn't know about them. And I, I, you know, I couldn't find someone that wanted to play the way that I wanted to play. And, you know, eventually you came into my camp mm-hmm. because you got sick and tired of watching your friends frown and have a shitty time. Yeah, while, my, my, while my. You're like tearing them apart with ether powers. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my it, thousand my thousand sons definitely changed my opinion on quote unquote power gaming, um, playing to win at all cost. Yeah. Um and it it definitely did like I like we've gone over this before, you know, the conversation of, you know, watching a friend of mine be not enjoying my game against him simply because my army was just curb stomping him just because of the way the rules were designed, the way I, you know, took advantage of those rules. And I did break the rules. I just took advantage of my the rules that were yeah. given to me to make it so I was, you know, not not nigh unstoppable, but that much harder to deal with. Yep. You know, and even at that point in time, when I when I when that game happened, I was still very new to my Thousand Sons. Six months later, that game would have been even worse. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree with you. Right. And I mean, that's that's kind of when our first stab at istvan 3 kind of came out of because it was like mm. man you're like man i just want to do something fun yes that, that was that, like yeah me too <laughs> let's do that, it that's like, that's why i that's why i started that thousand sons because it literally was for the no the sons of horus the sons of horus yeah sorry yeah. Not thousand, the sons of horus was because i wanted to get back to the roots of what i loved about the game and not just i'm here to win play as hard as i can against these guys all the time you know you know swinging big dick around and I think I think part of the reason why I went and designed the, my 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 uh, Thousand Sons the way I did was simply because, you know, I needed to, I wanted to be able to go and curb stomp the best. My my my, and I'm not going to lie, my goals were to go uh, to target the heart, the best players in our area, or the quote unquote best players in our area, yeah, the top, the like top the, people, the top scoring, or you know, and the guys who are always yeah, winning game after, skills. yeah, you know, guys winning game after game, and then and beat them. That was my whole goal. It wasn't about having fun. It was yep. going against the guys who were playing the hardest and beating them. That was my target. And, you know, and that's when after yeah. that one game against Andy and I was well, like, well, I oh. assume you, you were losing for a long time. And that's uh, probably I, what came out of it. Well, it wasn't so much. I was losing a lot of the time. I just, I knew I was a good enough player that I could go against these guys. And I just, I was still playing it. I still had that mindset of having fun and doing things that are fun. And then when the thousand suns came out and I was, I'm still a thousand sun. I still love the thousand suns. I just was like, this is it. I'm going to go balls to the wall. And even then, even, 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 
even after that, even that th thought process of going balls to the wall, I'm here to kick ass. I still toned it down because I was like, eh, eh, I don't want to be too much of a dick. Yeah. You know, and even that, even with that backing off and being like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not yeah. going to take Maybe all I won't the best. Maybe put this Warhound Titan on a Sky Shield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I still was still curb stomping people with my Thousand Sons. And I did play them differently, like I've said before on the podcast. Um, than what other people were playing. There were definitely a lot of people were using that Nova D, the D Nova. Yeah. Um, I did not go that route. I went re resilience and endurance. Um, but at the same time, like I still was holding myself back because I still knew that people weren't going to have fun if I, you know, brought a dick kicking list. Yeah. And then after that game against Andy and me and you had the conversation afterwards and then we were like, let's just go back to Istvan 3. And that's when I started my Sons of Horus, you did the Emperor's Children. We were just going to play through the campaign and fuck all, fuck the, you know, play at all costs. We were just going to play it to have fun. And and that was really when things started changing. Like I still have no air support for my thousand or my sons of horse because they're originally designed for uh Istvan three loyalist sons of horse, which they had no air support. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you're um, have any. Like, nope. Where's wh where's it gonna come from? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it's not coming from fucking the from space. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's not coming from a low orbit. Um, but yeah, like. Like, and I guess one of my things that I just want to make sure that everyone's clear that, you know, if you're if you're out there and you and you're trying to play, you're trying to be the best player out there. That is great. I I I I think I, being the best player is subjective. It, it, you're right, right. It can be, but because, it, well, like, and, and I mean, my argument for that, I was talking to Ryan about it today, um, is like the game, isn't it doesn't execute in a balanced manner. If that makes sense. So, like, you know, I've wa I've watched a couple buddies play. Um, it's like uh, like Underworlds. Okay. Right? And like Underworlds, are like right on the box, is the ultimate competitive miniatures game. Mm -hmm. And the first time I actually saw it get played was at LVO when we were there for Horse Heresy. Mm -hmm. And like again, this is a this is a game that's designed for like competitive play. Similar to chess, you have to be very tactical and strategic in what you're doing, but you have these alternating activations, mm -hmm. right? It's not one side does everything it wants first, and then the other side goes. And Which is I, problematic yeah, for a competitive yeah. game. Well, exactly, right? So, I mean, like, if if you want to call it competitive, competitive generally means that things are on the same level, like chess. That's why chess mm -hmm. became such a, a competitively played game you know almost a progenitor to esports like mm -hmm. board game sports or something I, I don't know but yeah um you know and things like shows like the queen's gambit and stuff are kicking off now but it's because it was balanced mm -hmm. right and in chess you don't get to move all of your pieces at once and then go yeah right? and then the next guy does you move one at a time and then the other guy moves one at a time mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and but if if say you're gonna rock up and you're playing the mechanicum and you've got a knight firing and you've got a you know, a hoplite drill full of, um, or a termite drill full of hoplites and, you know, some dark fire cannons mm -hmm. and you go and, you know, you're, you're trying to end scoria and you're trying to go first. Right. Um, and you do go first. There's mm -hmm. a good chance that your opponent isn't going to start the game. Like he's not going to start his game at 2,500. You no. are, but he's going to start his, however many points below it. Yeah. Right. Well, and so uh, you're not on an even keel. 
That, well, that's where that alpha strike came from. That's why yeah. everyone was so focused on the alpha strike. If yep. you can cripple your opponent before he even gets to fight back, yeah, you've won then the you game. Got him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or well, maybe you didn't win it, but you came. You've, you're, you know, you're in. You've a definitely good made spot. it harder for your opponent to win. Yeah, yeah. You've made it. You've made it that much more challenging. Um, yes. Yeah, you're you're completely right. Um, so yeah, I mean that that, and and I mean maybe I'm being a little hypocritical because I play Raven guard and, and I rely a bit on an alpha strike, mm-hmm. but things like, you know, Mechanicum or custodians, like they're not easy to remove after no. that alpha strike. And they have a powerful one. Like, yeah, I'm Raven guard, but, and I built for an alpha strike, but I'm fucking squishy armor three all over the map. It's like, funny I'm, that we say squishy armor three. When, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah, you and, go to like, you go to 40 K and like armor three is fucking, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hard. Um, I, I will say that for 40 K is space Marines feel like space Marines. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's some cool stuff that can happen in it, but yeah, Space Marines feel like Space Marines in 40k, and I will say that. But they're smaller games now, right? They're not to the same level. But even in Epic, like Epic has alternating to a degree, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, like, it's 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 for that exact reason, because if you're playing Epic at 3,000 points of just mass fucking fire, and you get to do all of it first, like you're gonna take a massive chunk of your opponent's points out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your opponent, you know, he might as well have just showed up to the game and started turn two, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, he's like, okay, I brought, I now have effectively two thousand points against your twenty five hundred. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sorry, but that's not balanced. It's like tripping. It, you know what it is? It's just like, um, oh fuck, what was her name? Give me a second. Uh, who was that capping figure skater? Oh, Tanya Harding. Harding. Yeah, yeah. It's like Tanya Harding. It's like giving your opponent a Tanya Harding. <laughs> like you're smacking them in the kneecap with with a pipe before the game started, and then being like, "Come on, man, it's fair. It's a competition." <laughs> like, um, it's not I mean, I quite the same because no, yeah, but it's illegal I, I do... to take a kneecap out. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I do. I do understand what you're you're saying. Um, I mean, the game's never going to be fair. I mean, some people may oh. say, "Well, no, war, war is not fair." Blah nope. blah blah blah. Well, but... and and that's you know that's why I incorporate fucking crazy Wild West shit into my events because I'm yeah. like, yeah, like war is not balanced. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming in here and your whole hope is to just remove your opponent's ability to do anything, yeah. And now he doesn't, you know, nobody's playing the mission because you're just trying to finish wiping the deck with them, and he's just trying to not have his ass kicked. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. For me, I don't see the fun in it, I guess. It is, and, and I know this is a long way to get to that mm-hmm. that point. But for me, I don't see the fun in it. But again, like, if you want to, there's things for that. There's events for that. And guys, mm-hmm. you know, there are, I don't think there's nearly as many people. And I think those people burn out faster on the yeah. hobby in the game, right? Because, like, I mean, even I did it. Like, I, I didn't even want to write the campaigns anymore. Cause I was just like, I'm sick of this crap. Like this isn't, this isn't fun for me. It's not fun to watch it. It's not fun to play it. And I feel like the story that I'm trying to build is being lost Mm -hmm. in favor of just making sure that people win. Yeah. Um, and again, like if that's what you want, fine, but 
I mean, we've seen now that there's way more people that don't want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After talking with Andrew Hollis there, it, it, and, you know, him having 100 plus, you know, uh, 30K players come to his event and for a narrative style fun event that was not competitive in any stretch of the imagination shows that the community, that, 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 that that's what people want. And I, I'm not, there is a niche out there for people who want competitive yeah. games. It is that there are, we know that we, we see it, you know, uh, in our own, in our own area. Um, but for the large portion of people out there, that's not what they want. And that's not what like the, get, the people in Europe are playing. That's not how they're playing in Europe. As far Unless as you're I in know. Malmo, uh, uh, I've been told, um, I was talking with Chris over at the Frangian Heresy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and because uh, we were talking about Toronto and the Toronto area. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Does anyone know like who plays in the Toronto area?" And uh, somebody was like, "Oh, look at this group." And someone was like, "Is that where that fucking Warhound on the Sky Shield came from?" Oh. Uh, and then, um, and then Chris was like, "Is is uh, is Toronto like the Malmo of North America?" And I was like, "No, nah, I think it's Edmonton." <laughs> <laughs> And he and it was like why and I was like ah oh, fuck like the last time I played you know I, I I played against not the last time I played but because uh, that was that was um Armin's white scars and we were just dicking around mm-hmm. um but you know the last game I played before that or the the last game I played in that competitive league thing um, when mm-hmm. I was just filling a spot it was like okay here's my knight Pafiron and I bubble wrapped it with three jet bike squads and i put and they all have a drathite or whatever the fuck the like nasty like shot is Mm -hmm. um and you know here's my tribune with a shield and a power fist and eternal Mm -hmm. warrior and i've put him in one of the jet bike squads so that he's effectively toughness six Mm -hmm. and then here's my three outflanking cheap as chips uh bolter sisters of silence in un on uh unaugmented dildozers um and they're going to come out and grab objectives anyone who takes a preferion with a custodes army like get bent go fuck yourself no if you take a if you take a firing in 2500 list you're not looking for friends um yeah like uh you know and um i yeah it's it's way too tough um you know, you're you're just hoping on dice rolls at that point. Yeah. Uh, luckily, actually, I don't know if it can take ocular augmentics. I'm not sure. If it can, you're fucked. Because mm. um, <laughs> successful cover saves have to be rerolled. I think. Oh. Uh, I think that's what ocular augmentics does, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah. Anyways, so I'm just, and you know the the firing comes down in the corner, so you can't get around it. Your drop pod can't get near it. Your guys mm-hmm. can't get close enough to shoot the melta guns on the top of their rhinos. Yeah, and even if they can, he's got a 50-50 shot at blocking it because it's got a four-plus save, mm-hmm. plus invulnerable, right? Um, and then then once it gets through that, then you got to try to penetrate it, and it's like armor thirteen or armor fourteen on the front. Mm-hmm. I think it's armor fourteen on the front, armor thirteen on the sides, twelve on the back, if I remember. I could be totally wrong, way off base. I, you know that. what? I haven't looked. At I haven't any killed one yet. Neither have I. Um, the only time I've seen them die is when it's like, here's a termite drill full of hoplites because the termite drill pushes the units, um, around out it out of the way. Yeah. Right. And then pff, the hoplites can jump out mm. and, and do their little shooting attack. Um, I think, I think you make the hoplites close combat only. I think that's how you fix the hoplite. Oh yeah. If they're, if they're close combat only, you have to get into contact with your, the tank. Yeah. <laughs> 
excuse me. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, you have to get into contact with the tank or the knight or whatever you're 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 trying to kill. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. You're yeah. making it a lot harder for them, but they're still valuable. They still have their place. Like if you get into contact with the preparing, all of a sudden you're 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 after you're fucking shit up, right? Yep. Um, but at the same time, you're not just doing it by shooting. Ooh, I can shoot. I can glance you to death. Yeah. Ooh, glance. Yeah. Well, it's it's all haywire shots. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think it's like assault too. So it's like, here's 20 haywire shots, like, and they're ballistic skill five. So they're hitting on twos. So color that 18 shots, say 50% of them get through roughly yeah. statistically. That's nine haywire shots. Yeah. Um, all, all you need is nine twos and literally anything is gone. Yeah. Right. Um, because it's like, it's, yeah, it's one glancing hit on the two to mm. three or the two to four or whatever it is. And then yeah. I think a pen is like a five and six or something. I can't remember. Something I, don't, like that. I don't have haywire. Um, you know what? I need to look it up actually. Cause I have the graviton guns on the speeders. So mm. I, I will be using haywire, but um, yeah, I mean, not, it's, not it's literally just them. like, it's gone. Like if you, if you have a tank or like something Spartan. that doesn't have an, yeah, Spartan, something that doesn't have an invulnerable save on it. Like pff, yeah. just take that model off the table. Yeah. Just it's gone. Yeah. Like, like, like a glaive, uh, uh, fell blade. Most of the night titan, because I mean, if they, if you're, if you have your armor, if you put that shield up on the front, and that 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 uh termite comes from below behind, fuck, he's getting you in the ass. You're you're gone. Just just yeah. start removing. But he doesn't even need to get it from behind though. That's the thing, right? Like mm. it just ignores armor value. Yeah, um, your armor value means nothing when everything fucking glances. Yeah, yeah. You just so need two or more to glance and. Everything just disappears. That's not. That's not. It's not it's fun. A br- it's not right? fun. If if like let's say, you know we talked about okay here's a knight papyrus and a twenty five hundred point list and two uh, two termites with hoplites in them mm-hmm. and scoria and dark fire like if you if you put that up against the you know the exact same other list it like, comes down to who it comes down to who time. goes first. Yeah, and we've seen that. Yeah, um, and. I, I believe you. I haven't seen it, but I um, have. I yeah. literally watched it at LVO 2020. Oh, no, yeah, 2019. 2019. Uh, Alex Bazinski and and Armin, Armin? had yeah. basically the same the same mechanicum list. It came Armin's down to who went first. Armin had. Uh, yeah, he, he did have the track. The and he had the, Triari or like Triaris conveyors, and his was a little like I don't know. I liked his more. <laughs> he, 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 I, I do know, but for the most part, it came down to who went first. That yeah. game came down to who, who went did first. go first. Was it Armin? It was Armin. Yeah. And he won. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, yeah. and, and, but it could, it, seriously, it could have gone the other way. Alex, I think Armin could have beat him with just about, well, not, not, I think Armin could have beat him probably with his uh, Alpha Legion. It would have been hard. It would have been fucking real hard. But well, uh, again, he's going first. No. Right. Like if you're up against that, you got to go first. It's your only, your only shot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like um, I went up against it and I don't, you know, I didn't have a Lord of War. I had a land raider and a, um, I had a land raider and I had a sicker and Arcus. Cause I, mm-hmm. I didn't even have rhinos in my, my LVO list. Mm-hmm. And when I went up against it, it was just like, well, I'll take your sicker and Arcus off the table. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I played um, against Armin's um, Mechanicum LVO list with my thousand sons LVO list. And he wiped everything off the board except for Magnus and the Sekmec Terminators, because they were just res- super resilient. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's 
tough, man. I just try to ignore those. Um, and I find that, that that's worked for me like two out of three times when I'm up against Thousand Suns. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my pro tip for the day is uh, mm-hmm. if you're up against Sekhmet, Terminators, and Magnus, just ignore them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're real lucky, your opponent gets very easily distracted and you can just distract that entire unit with a tactical squad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's literally what I did. I just kept pulling him away from objectives and I was like, and I was telling the guy too, I was like, you should really start those objectives. And he's just like, no, I'll get them. And I was just like, okay. And I just kept Mm -hmm. like, I'd move up him along, and I'd like shoot him a whole bunch and then I'd pull back and then, uh, and then he'd like, he'd move forward to try to get there and like get in range for his thing. And then I just fury the legion him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I went in and I charged him and just sacrificed that tactical squad. And yeah. while that was happening, I moved another tactical squad up to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it worked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he's just like, oh, I have Magnus in the segment. They have to destroy things. They have to destroy things. It's like, yeah, they do, but don't waste they're, it on tactical ob- squads. Yeah, like... it's, they're still objective. Like, yep. yeah, the yeah. tactical squad's not going to hurt the segment and Magnus. Go deal with something else. You know, take that fire. But I think we've gotten uh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're pretty far down the rabbit hole on uh, <laughs> on power gaming list. We should probably stop giving people ideas. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so hobby RTI, progress. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hobby progress. Fuck. <laughs> um, have you done anything? Yeah. You yeah. Uh, I I have been like super fucking busy um because i'm i'm transitioning roles uh at work and um i have got most of the first round of weathering done Uh, like the blacks done um on on all of the infantry for the ashen claws or the Mm -hmm. dark gray um it's kind of like a brownish dirtyish blackish gray so it kind of like soot um was what is what I was going for, and I think I did an okay job. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then for weathering, actually, to speed it up, because with the characters and stuff, I usually like flatten the brush out and just kind of touch it, mm-hmm. uh, and try to create some scratches and stipple it a little bit. Um, what I actually did is I just tore like a piece of sponge off, and I got like just a chicken skewer from upstairs, mm-hmm. or a kebab skewer, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I put like a dollop of gorilla glue on the end of it and i just balled the sponge up and stuck it in there mm-hmm. so now i have this little like ball of sponge on a stick <laughs> um, and uh and all i'm doing is you know i'm i'm putting the i, I i'm using uh dark gold gray mm-hmm. um which is kind of a neutralish gray but that's fine uh and uh i just like you know put a little bit on my little sponge on a stick and mm-hmm. I take 90% of it off and I'm just mm, tapping so, yeah. um, and uh, and it allows me to kind of get into areas where like if I just tore or just took like one of the pluck foam pieces out like I've done in the past. Yeah. yeah like my that... old Raven guard were, if you remember them. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. Like them, all I did was I, I took like that rectangle piece of pluck foam from a battle foam and I mm-hmm. folded it in half. And then I did the same thing, but with cold gray and mm-hmm. you, know, you only catch like the highest parts and it's, it's tough to be accurate with it. So you might get like a big blotch because you didn't take, you know, on, on that one part of the folded sponge, you didn't take the paint off and you didn't realize it. Yeah. And then, you know, you're trying to get the elbow joint or something. And now all of a sudden your pauldron has a giant just on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying I've to had that happen. That. Yep. Yeah. So I was trying to avoid that. So I've used this sponge on a stick and it's, it's worked really well and it's worked fast. Like 
uh, I got I got like 10 or 15 minutes to do to work on it today and I got mm-hmm. through 20 terminators oh wow yeah um nice yeah. very nice yeah so like just clips right along uh and then these guys aren't um the cataphract you're gonna take me a little bit longer i think because they have all those turges mm-hmm. and uh and i did the the turges on um Kyrene as like white leather so i'm gonna have to replicate that on those but i'm gonna do something very similar uh with I'm not going to use the sponge. I don't think I'm going to use a stippling brush, but mm. I'm just going to put like that base color down. I'm going to hit it with like a wash, which is what I did last time just to like modulate the color a little bit. And then I'm just going to stipple up mm. um, to create like the weathered, the weathered look. Cause this one's a little bit easier. Um, the turges that I used for Kyrene actually have like, they have modeled um, like weathering and chipping in the wear and tear on mm-hmm. the, those turges so like i had to be specific and really just pull lines uh and do it with a a, a fine tip paintbrush um with these i think i can get away with just stippling them and again because they're like full units and they don't need to be to prize winning levels yeah um i just want to i just want to get them so that they look decent and get them on the table mm-hmm. um and then uh yeah i'll probably be done those guys um I'll say I'll say probably by the end of the month. Nice. All of all the infantry done. So, um, have our stilling of Barteth things showed up yet? Uh no, I got okay. there in Vancouver. Oh, okay, perfect. So they'll be here like next week. I actually got um an email yesterday. I was actually going to tell you about that. I completely forgot. Uh, they came into Vancouver. They're in customs right now, so I should see them by next week. Yeah, perfect. As soon awesome. as, as soon as I get them, I will give you a call and let you yeah. know. I- yeah, they look good. I I saw I saw um saw in one of the group chats that uh, mm. somebody had them. Um, and they looked they looked really good. I'm looking uh, forward to them. Yeah, I'm pumped up. But we can play it. We can start playing some Centurion games. Mm. Um, now that like because uh, I think especially at the end of the month, I think restrictions will be lightened up. Yeah, to the, to the point where you can have like one person in your house or something like that. Yeah, uh, that would be great because I have not done any hobbying for a while now and that's kind of one of the big topics we were going to discuss mm. is oh i also I, built a i also built a land speeder proteus oh sorry to interrupt your segue but um holy shit does that model fucking suck to put together <laughs> really yeah uh like I, I can build, you know, like a Mars pattern land speeder in like mm. 20 minutes or something. Um, and that includes like swapping the, the aerial on the front for like a crab gun um, and pinning it. Mm. Uh, it took me like a, fuck it, probably close to two hours to put together the Proteus. Wow. Really? Like, yeah, it's so many little bits and pieces, man. It's insane. Like, the gun, so the the Volkite culverin on the top, mm-hmm. like that, including like you know the mount that it sits in, is like four pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and then the mount for the gun underneath is the same fucking thing. It's four pieces. It's a heavy bolter, and the heavy bolter and the Volkite culverin themselves, those are all one piece. The mount itself is three pieces. That's insane. Yeah. Like it's the mount and then two little plugs on the side and then 
your gun goes into it. And then, uh, actually, I got it right here. Let me look at it. Um, like, it looks awesome. It looks rogue trader as fuck. But mm. uh, the engine components, like, I don't know why they did this, but on, on the engine, you know, there's like a little bulb on the uh, on the turbine. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you, if you look at it online, you can see it. And that's a separate piece. Like, why in the fuck isn't it just modeled on there? Um, like, we've seen it a hundred times before, right? Uh, and uh, the aerial is even two fucking pieces. Why? Why does yeah. it need to be two pieces? Yeah, like, the aerial is two pieces, dude. Like, the center console where, like, you know, they plug in. Or yeah. Like, the, you know, the one guy has... Um, one guy has like a, a joystick for aiming and the other guy is like the thrust. Mm-hmm. Like that's four pieces. <laughs> like um, the seat was uh, actually, I don't think the seat was too bad. I think the seat was only two pieces, but still. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, it's insane. Um, Wonder why the aerial actually might've been three pieces. Now that I think about it, including like the mount that goes onto it. Yeah. yeah, Anyways, pain in my ass, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not looking forward to the other two that I have to build. Um, And then the dudes sit close. So it's going to be a tight squeeze for my 3d printed shoulder guard Mm. um, on there, but I'll make it work. Uh, Oh, and then I built, I built my space wolf test model. I think that was, we were talking about that right before we got like way down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, because we got way off track. We were talking about like using a Primaris as a test piece, and then Death Guard would be cool. And fucking yeah, um, we went down a rabbit hole. Late Death Guard, and then it turned into like so sick of power gaming. <laughs> I'm really upset about it. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I built. Uh, I took that Sergeant Joven model and I turned him into a Space Wolf. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah, so I like changed his little tabard thing that hangs over his dick, his loincloth, mm-hmm. turned that into like a wolf pelt, and then I added like a wolf pelt around his collar, like okay. the back of his collar, and I green stuffed a beard on him, and then I took the chain sword out of the orc, and I replaced it with uh, just like an axe from the Chaos mm-hmm. Marauder kit, Chaos Marauders on horseback kit, um, and I swapped the little like charm thing that he has in his hand. It looks like an incense burner almost um, okay. on Sergeant Joven, and I replaced that with like a wolf totem thing. And then I took uh, a shield from the dwarf, like the I don't know what dwarf unit it is, but um, the ones that like they can have guns or they can have like axes. Um, and uh, and I strapped that to his backpack, oh. so that he looks like he has a shield on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah he's he looks great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he'll he'll make a good test model and just a nice display piece mm-hmm. again, right? Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not doing a Primaris 40k Space Wolf Army, but I just think he's gonna look cool. And there's a painting contest at the end of the month, so I'm gonna try to do him for that. There you go. While I finish these um, these Ash and Claw Terminators, mm. but yeah. Anyways, you were saying you haven't done anything. I haven't done anything since I finished that glaive. Uh, you edited our last episode. That kind of counts. Sure. Hobby hobby wise, actually touching models. I washed a Leviathan dreadnought. I got I got it into the soapy water, washed it, 
and was I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to start working on this later. And that was beginning of January. And I've just, I, I'm the whole thing. The whole thing that's really gotten me, we kind of talked about this the other night is I haven't had any motivation because I actually have built two armies during COVID that I have yet to play a single game with. And well, I mean, we're going to change that. Well, yeah, but I mean, I have my death guard. I have a 3000 point death guard army that have never seen a tabletop. Mm -hmm. I have my centurion um, world eaters done. It's not, it's not, we're not talking a 2000 point army here, but I mean, I'm not far from getting 2000 to, you know, 2,500 to 3000. I've got a lot of the stuff already, you know, base coded and just need detail work and whatnot done to it to get it to that point. But because I haven't had any games or events or anything to one either look forward to, like I want, I was really pushing hard when we had Istvan, the Istvan three campaign that mm -hmm. we were going to be doing. Um, but when that got shut down because of the COVID restrictions, mm -hmm. I I just I was I felt I guess maybe defeated, and now I here I am. It's February. We're halfway through February, and I haven't done anything in twenty twenty one. I have not touched my modeling table since last year technically and i just and it's because i don't have there's nothing to aim for nothing to shoot for nothing to you know mm -hmm. nothing no, nothing no no motivation and and i always use games and and whatnot and, and events as motivation that just seems to be stripped away because of covid so what are you going to use for when we can play some stilling of barteth games <sighs> You know what? You should probably use your Dark Angels. <laughs> yeah? Just just for, like, theme's sake. Oh, man. I mean, I, I can easily do that. I got yeah. I can do my Dark Angels for sure. Yeah. You can use I don't whatever know. you want. You, you can actually play multiple games. Um, well, I, I'm going like, to... We can play multiple games with multiple armies, really. That um, would be great. I mean, I, what I want to do is I, I, I want to look... When, when everything comes in, I really want to take a dive into it. And, and hopefully, that'll start the... Uh, It'll start the engines. The engines, right? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Um, you know, and 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 I think, I I think I just I need that that kick in the pants, um, to get me going again. Uh, I I mean it, it's just been a struggle. It's not that I'm I'm trying I want I'm not wanting to play play the game or not wanting to do the hobby anymore, but there's just no motivation, and I'm probably in the winter blues too. I mean we're in February and. Yeah, and it was like fucking minus forty six or some shit with the wind yeah. chill last week, or I don't know, almost minus some, fifty. Some ridiculous number, some ungodly minus yeah. number. Hey, it and warmed it, up today to like a balmy minus eighteen and a half. Oh wow! And yeah. for the people listening that are in the states, uh, minus eighteen degrees Celsius. So whatever that works out to be Fahrenheit. I don't know. <sighs> um, but I mean. It's just I don't, I measure I'm, my temperature in goofy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm I'm hoping, and I mean, even even when we go to do this listener list, which I think we should do after the break here, mm -hmm. um, I I because uh, I'm I'm getting thirsty, I'm kind of wanting to get a uh, drink of water here. Sure. Um, I, I'm 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 hoping that even just the idea of building a new list will help me give a kick in my pants. Even even having this conversation with you tomorrow morning, I want to go downstairs and actually work on that that Leviathan and start building it. You know, um, yeah. and I'm, that's what I'm really hoping. Oh, I, is... I got a question for you, actually. Do you have an Emperor's Children 
Contemptor? No. Yes. No. 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 It's a. Uh, uh, it's not. No. No. I don't. It's, it's just a, a relic. Uh, it's just a relic. Yeah. yeah. I had to think about that first time. I'm like, oh, he has a massive. No. No. It's a relic. Yeah. Send me a picture what the relic head looks like. Because um, I've noticed, I, I saw somebody use a conversion uh, mm. of the Emperor's Children Contemptor head for Perturabo. Okay. And because uh, it's it's a bigger head than like most of the Contemptors are. Like mm. I bought the Raven Guard Contemptor because I was like, oh, I can turn that into like a helmet for Korax. But yeah, it's like only two thirds of a helmet. Yeah, it's in there. It's yeah. it's like up quite a bit. But the Emperor's Children one is like a whole head. Um, yeah. So I have I have some custodian helmets that I want to try to make something for Korax out of. But if that yeah. doesn't work, I can trim parts of the Emperor's Children one mm. uh, to kind of make them look like a beak, almost like a flat beak, which will fit really nicely with Korax's armor. Okay. Um, I just don't yeah. want to have to buy one. I just want to get the head from somebody and make a mold out of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have one. Maybe Ryan. Uh, no, I, he doesn't. <laughs> I asked. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break here? Yeah. Um, and we will come back and we'll look at that listener list. Yeah, for sure. And because I am dying for something to drink right now, I don't yeah. know about you. Um, and yeah, so we'll be back after this uh, break here. Sweet.
welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast, where I just realized, Craig, we did not do an introduction whatsoever. I know. <laughs> um, mm. uh, if you're just joining us now, uh, on deck today is Alex and Craig. We don't have anyone else with us. <laughs> um, holy shit, this one got off the rails. Yes. Uh, maybe we should go back and record a record nah. intro. Nah. Um, They've uh, been with us long enough. They know how we do it. All right. You know how we roll. All right. Um, yeah, right on. Uh, cool. So uh, Jeremy Lindner wants uh, some ideas around an Iron Hands list. Um, I couldn't do a specific list for him because he didn't really tell me how many points. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and we'll, we'll get to his email here in a second, so you'll see why I can't give him like a specific. But I can give him some direction on what I would do mm-hmm. um, to kind of theme it together. So uh, right on. So Jeremy Lindner, um, he's, he goes on Instagram as dark uh, at dark dot horse dot painting. Uh, give him a follow if you haven't. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a quick note uh, for myself to put a shout out to him in the show notes. Um, I hope my sponge on a stick is in my notebook. I can't lose that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so at dark dot horse dot painting his work's awesome this dude is oh, a veritable yeah. hobby titan um if anyone's in the return to istvan group you've definitely seen this guy fucking doing a good chunk of the lifting for us mm-hmm. um he's already jacked up about phase two being announced and going to istvan five mm-hmm. uh and so he's he's uh revisiting his uh, emperor or his loyalist emperor's children as well because mm-hmm. targets came out and that's got him excited and i don't blame him he's got I'm pretty excited for him too. Um, And uh, it's part of the reason I'm having a very hard time not creating just like a small loyalist tempers children. (laughs) Um, And because I like paint and purple. It's a fun fun color. Um, Yeah. Uh, Right on. So uh, he's looking to do a legion that he doesn't see very often in his area, which is the Iron Hands. And I can agree with that. Um, We've only got one Iron Hands player. Um, Mm Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen anyone else play them. Um, well, I've thought about doing them, but painting black again, just... Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. Uh, I also thought about doing just, like, one as Shattered Legions, just to represent, mm-hmm. like, the Sisyphium. Because yeah. then I can use, like, my Sherokin model, and then I, get a, I can make an Artesh, or Artesh Tarsa. Okay, well, I guess I can't speak right now. Mm-hmm. Atesh Tarsa. Mm-hmm. Um model and uh and then make um an iron father as uh Savic wayland and then you know use like a use a leviathan and just carve the front out and make it all fucking crazy and put like just a half guy in there full of tubes yeah. mm-hmm. um to be old rack branthan or whatever um mm-hmm. i can't remember that guy's i think it was branthan that they I used the iron heart on um and then put him in a Leviathan, but just kind of strapped him to the front of it. <laughs> like, uh, he just turns into like an insane person. Um, anyways, from a psych perspective, uh, he's looking how he can push an almost monochrome palette. Well, he's done it. Uh, they look great. I love mm. it. Um, I, I absolutely love it. It looks great. I know I'm repeating myself, but fuck go check it out at dark horse painting um but with all the different colors you could expect even the bases will be gray and i will see how far i can push that (laughs) it'll have to look really good spoiler alert looks good yeah they look good i'm looking at them right now yeah uh i don't think he has weathering powder on there does he um don't think he did 
It looks like he does. Like, unless oh, okay. He's... You know what? I might have seen an earlier picture. Um, like, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, yeah. It looks like he has weathering powder on okay. there. They're, they're dirty. They're yep, dirty. Perfect. Perfect. That was going to be my only suggestion. So, uh, he plans to kit bash a Shadrach Medicine. I think he already did it. He already did. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, just because he he sent us this email, but we just didn't have time with Andrew coming on the last show, so we're yep. a little behind on it. Um, his I like his Medicine. Um, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. He looks great. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Killer work, man. Um, and then, uh, too many tabs open. Um, yeah, so he wants to do that, and he wants to end up with a Shattered Legions Force mm-hmm. down the line. Uh, but he really likes the uh, both Iron Hands rights. Well, that's the nice thing about Shadrach Medicine is if you decide to add some Salamanders to it or some Raven Guard to it, mm-hmm. you don't have to add... Um, another HQ because Shadrach mm-hmm. Medicine has Legion of Stardis all three. Um, and then you can play around and use different rights and, and you don't have to be stuck into the Iron Hand ones. So you can get a lot of flexibility and a lot of replayability out of, um, you know, the same 3,000 points, I think. Uh, he was leaning towards Head of the Gorgon and mm-hmm. that's that's the same route I went down with. Um, mm-hmm. This is the first time I really took a look at the Iron Hands. Um like in a real serious manner. Yeah. Uh, and I like Head of the Gorgon. I, I'm I'm surprised it doesn't get used more often. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of it too. Yeah, I'm surprised more people don't play Iron Hands just for that. Oh. Um, to be I... honest, you see a lot of tank armies, but I think Head of the Gorgon's better. Mm-hmm. Um, what does he already have? He's got lots of plastic infantry. So he doesn't say how much or what that is specifically, if it's Seekers or what. Um, but... Uh, I mean, for one thing, if you're going with Shadrach Medicine, I think Seekers are a strong choice. Get some Tactical Marines, um, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, because Tactical Marines win games. Um, And uh, I guess guess we should cover, actually, Head of the Gorgon first. Um, So those of you that uh, are not aware of Head of the Gorgon... um, it is an Iron Hands unique right of war. Uh, the effects are chosen ground. Infantry units within the force gain the stubborn special rule while within their own deployment zone. So really good for setting up like a gun line um, uh-huh. and making, making guys come to you. Um, and then war relics. Any infantry model in the force equipped with a flamer may upgrade this to a graviton gun for 10 points. This must be represented on the model as usual. And all vehicles in the detachment gain the blessed auto simulacra upgrade for free. Really, really good. I believe that's a ten point upgrade, or uh, five or ten points. It's um, normally it's normally ten points. Uh, so it, the iron hands. Uh, yeah, I think it's normally ten points in the Mechanicum as well. Basically, it's feel no pain, or it's um, it will not die on a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but on a D six, so you roll a D six, and on a six you get a whole point back. Mm-hmm. So it's like self healing metal. Yeah. Uh, Iron Scions, Legio Cybernetica Battle Automata Maniples may be included as Elite's choice within the army. In addition, any infantry unit of 10 models or less uh, eligible to take a Rhino as a dedicated transport may take a Land Raider Proteus or Phobos as dedicated transport instead. That's mm-hmm. going to come into the list later. Yep. Uh, and armored, armored Encirclement vehicles with the tank type, including dedicated transports carrying troops placed in reserve, gain the outflank oh, special flank. rule. Outflanking yeah. Land Raiders. Yeah. So this is where it's going to be good. Uh, and this is where it's going to play into what I'm thinking for, for your... Um, 
your head of the Gorgon list here, your mm. uh, Shedrach Magician. So you can only take a single fast attack choice, um, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think I know which one's going to be, but uh, with the exception of the Forge Lord type, detachments using this right of war may only take a single console as part of their HQ choices. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and that's something to consider as well if you're trying to make um, Shattered Legion's force with Head of the Gorgon. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're not taking Medicine. Uh, because then you're, if, if you want all three, like if you want Salamanders and Raven Guard in there, yeah. one of them is going to have to be. I mean, I guess you could do the, the Forge. Um, I guess you could do the Forge Lord type, actually. Yeah. On the Salamander. And then. Uh, and then do whatever you want with the Raven Guard. I'd probably go Vigilator myself, but that's because I like the Vigilator. You are, you do have a hard arm for him. Yeah. yeah. And detachments in this right of war may not take allied Space Marine Legion detachments. Ah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, cool. So with those little goodies in mind, again, this is why I'm surprised like more people don't take it. Mm -hmm. Um this is a really good right of war, I think. It is. It you is. can do a lot with this. Now, um, just, just, I want to just quickly say, when I was looking at doing an Iron Hands army, this was the the right of war I was focusing on. Cool. Outflanking Spartans, Land Raiders. Mm -hmm. It's just it really would throw your opponent for a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Perfect. All right. So. What does he have? He has tons of plastic infantry. Mm -hmm. A couple tactical squads. Uh, I would... You know what? Originally, I was going to say throw them in rhinos. Um, but I think do 20-man blobs. I think do 20-man blobs and keep them in your deployment zone. Just guard those back objectives. And mm -hmm. again, like make them come to him. Thinking mm -hmm. about the Iron Scions part with the Legio Cybernetica Battle Automata maniples. Mm -hmm. If you like Battle Automata and you want to mm -hmm. take some... Um, this is... this is your place to do it. I I wouldn't if you like Castlax, go for Castlax. Mm -hmm. Um, my first thought is the Thanatar. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, get um, but uh, it's going to depend on how many elite slots you want to use up to. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and you can always put you can always put regular tanks. Like he's got some predators and stuff in there, mm -hmm. so like he can set up he can set up a regular gun line, um, or even a mobile uh, armor division. Mm -hmm. That's kind of zipping around, um, but again, it's 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 what you want, um, and it's if you if you even like those type of units. If you don't, don't put them in. Um, but uh, yeah, you can still put a forge alert in there if you wanted to, or any other console type mm -hmm. uh, that you like. So um, yeah, uh, his wife got him a Land Raider Proteus and a Storm Eagle for Christmas. Perfect. So I, I mentioned Seekers. Get a Seeker squad. Make it number eight. And then put a um, explorer augury web in it. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to mess with the opponent's reserves, I would, but that's just how I always play it because I'm a Raven Guard player, and I think it's good. Uh, it only works while it's on the table, and you're going to outflank it, so that is something to think about. You may want to not spend the points on the explorer augury web and just get another two seekers. Um, and then the seekers are going to choose at the beginning of the game. You have to remember to nominate. Uh, a chosen prey mm -hmm. for them to it's that's not what they call it uh, i don't think but um they get to, to nominate like one unit in the elites uh or hq slot i think mm -hmm. um 
that uh, that they have preferred enemy against, and then you're going to infiltrate that land raider Proteus, and it's going to be a dedicated transport. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. you're going to help flank it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, your Storm Eagle. Uh, I know this is controversial, but um, I think put Shadrach Medicine in there and throw Gorgon Terminator Squad in there as well. And what would the Gorgon Terminators be wearing for Terminator armor? Uh, so this this is one of those things where people never took them because they were like, oh my god, like it just says Indominus. standard Terminator armor, but it describes it as a variant of Indominus. So what does it do? And you know, if it's Indominus, Indominus sucks. So you know, they're they're initiative three and they cause blind and they have the shittiest Terminator armor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in the FAQ, it says that standard Terminator armor because the the rules for Gorgon pattern Terminator armor say Gorgon pattern Terminator armor is treated exactly as normal Terminator armor, but possesses the following additional special rule. At the end of any phase in which at least one model in the unit has passed at least one armor saving throw or one invulnerable saving throw um, on a single D6, or roll a single D6, sorry, on the result of four plus all models within six inches of the unit must test as if they've been hit by a weapon with the blind special rule. Friendly units may re-roll this test. So if they're coming out of a Storm Eagle, Mm -hmm. good chance somebody's going to shoot at them first. Mm. Um, Right? Uh, I mean, they're going to shoot at them when they come out of the Storm Eagle, but maybe not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's a nice, it's a nice boo, nice, mm-hmm. nice buff. What what you're really taking this for is that the fact is that st- standard Terminator armor can be any pattern of Terminator armor that is modeled on the model. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would get your standard. I would buy your Gorgon Terminators from Forge mm-hmm. World, mm-hmm. and I would buy some Cataphracty uh, arms. Mm-hmm. I think they still sell them that way, like just the arm upgrade, um, so that they have the power axes or they can swap their power axe for power fist for five points each. Mm-hmm. That's why the initiative three doesn't really matter because they come with weapons that are striking last anyway. Yes. Right. So one of them has a thunder hammer and you can swap it out for a power fist or a lightning claw. Don't do a lightning claw because you're initiative right. three. You're going last 90% of the time. Take advantage of the, the strength yeah. of the power fist or thunder yeah. hammer. Yeah, exactly. So throw the power, like just strap the cataphracty arms on there. And I think that'll look good enough to call it cataphracty armor. Oh yeah. Now, now you've got, you know, a 200 point Terminator unit, which is a good price for a Terminator unit mm-hmm. that has a two plus a four plus, and then a five plus feel no pain. Yeah. Good luck getting them off the board. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're going to be able to look after medicine. They're going to be able to take a lot of hits and they'll be able to dish a lot of punishment out. Yeah. Right. Obviously, if they're up against another Terminator squad that has power fists, kind of feel no pain is irrelevant. But my still. question is, uh, would the feel no pain stack with, let's say, uh, Primus Medicaid? Mm, I don't think it does. I think that's in the FAQ as well. FAQ mm. as well. If you took the Primus Medicaid, then I think that's normally a four plus, isn't it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, it, it would just change it to a four plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't think it's worth it. Um, but you know, do what you feel like the Gorgon, the Gorgon hammer bearer though. And the hammer bearer is the, the sergeant and he has a thunder hammer. Mm -hmm. He can take a cyber familiar for 10 points. So I would do that. Oh yeah, for sure. Gives him a three plus, um, for 10 points. I'll, I'll roll the dice on that. We also may want to consider is swapping two of, uh, well, actually it's one in five models. So, um, 
the Storm Eagle only carries 20, so if you have medicine in there, you're only going to be able to take nine of these Terminators. Mm. Um, but uh, I would consider giving one of them a Graviton gun, and my thought process on that, and if you disagree with me, do something totally different, Jeremy. Mm. Um, and if you disagree with me, Craig, feel free to tell me. <laughs> well, um... But I would have one take the Graviton gun, specifically because when you come out of that Storm Eagle... Well, no, because I'm thinking drop pod. So maybe don't bother. Um, because my thought was, A, it's a blast. It's not very like damaging, but it creates mm. difficult and dangerous terrain. Okay, so it's slowing down your opponent. Yeah, but it, you're coming out of the Storm Eagle. So um, you're probably charging anyway. Mm -hmm. um, you might not be. like if you If you dropped it, if you deep struck it, and then somebody shot it down then you might not be charging out of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then it might be useful. Um, there's also the Heavy Flamer and the Reaper Auto Cannon. Heavy Flamers uh, are good on stuff that can Overwatch, I think. Um, yes. Yeah, any Hammer Bearer, uh, the Gorgon Hammer Bearer may also exchange their Combi Bolter for Combi Weapon. It's up to you if you want. You could throw a Combi Melter or Combi Plasma on there. I don't know that it's worth it. Um, maybe it is. It's up to you. But yeah, I would put them in the Storm Eagle. Mm -hmm. um, he also has a Termite, a Phobos, and some Predators he can refurbish. Uh, I don't know that I'd use the Termite. Um, you can. But for me, I, 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 I don't know. For me, Termites hit me the same way Drop Pods do. Okay. Right? Like the same reason I don't, even though Decap Strike is like... In, in the books, Korax has used it as, like, here's my main thing, and then I just, like, when you don't expect it, I shoot a couple drop pods at you. Mm -hmm. um, like, it's a tactic he's used. So, I mean, in theme, it still fits for the Raven Guard, but even that still bugs me a little bit. Like, when I have, when I run, um, you know, my vets in a in a drop pod. Because mm -hmm. I don't have any other drop pods. Yeah. If I had maybe another one or maybe, you know, another two... Maybe I would, I'd feel okay about it. And termites, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I don't like sending one out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but you have it. So if you want to run it, run it. Um, mm -hmm. I would put probably... I would probably put Weapon Master Vet... Or, um, sorry, Machine Killer Vets in there. But to be completely honest with you, man, I'm thinking... Uh, you know what? Now I'm kind of second-guessing myself. I was going to say put... Um, machine killer vets in the Phobos and outflank it mm -hmm. and then have it have those guys disgorge um, which you can do because you can give vets melt bombs so you could give machine killer vets in the Phobos combi meltas and melt bombs and have them rush out but you could do the exact same thing in the turbite if you prefer mm -hmm. right and then if you wanted to you could do another squad of Gorgon Terminators or some Weapon Master Vets or something in the Phobos um, and then outflank the Phobos, right? And yeah. you'd only have five Gorgon Terminators in there, but again, those guys are going to take dedicated shots to remove and you can use them just as like a real pain in the ass to grab an objective or to tie something up mm -hmm. uh, or to chew up that pesky tactical squad that's on the side and has an objective. Um He's got some Predators he can refurbish. He's already started that perfect. That's what I recommend. Uh, I love Predators, and they fit. Right, You're, you're going to need a little bit of something to back it up. 
some land speeders, lots of 40k bikes, and a Sikorin. I would probably put the 40k bikes in with your Emperor's Children, man. Mm. Um, the Sikorin I would take. I'm guessing it's the regular one, which is the one that I like. And I would have that just whipping around with the, the Predators. Um, have it rush out front. Or you can have it sit at the back mm-hmm. um, if you if you have Laz Cannon Sponsons on it and just have it shooting guys from the the gun line kind of protecting over the um the two big tactical blobs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you've got uh and uh, like the the image that i've got in my head <clears throat> is like the two tactical squads have landed they've set up their gun line the armor's rolled up behind them to shoot over their head uh, mm-hmm. while while these guys are kind of in a trench and again, this is just like the vision that I've got in my head if this was playing out in like an animation or a movie. And uh, and while they're holding the line and trying to goad the enemy to come get them, um, their tanks and medicine outflanked to cut the head off. Right. Um, mm. And that's, that's kind of the picture that I have in my head. Uh, if you've got points left after you know, the Gorgon Terminator squad and the Storm Eagle and mm. the Proteus and the Phobos and <laughs> two blobs of tactical squads and the Sikorin and the Predators and the Termite if you ran it. Um, that would be your only fast attack choice would be the Termite. Um, then I think you're... I, I, yeah, if you've still got some points, then throw the land speeders in there too. Because um, I mean, Iron Hands definitely used them. Everybody yeah. did, right? Uh, but if you don't have any more points in your list, if you're only doing 2,500 or whatever, um, throw the land speeders in with the Emperor's Children and the bikes, and mm. make a fast. Uh, you know, you'll you'll do a similar sort of thing with it. Um, but the land speeders and the 40k bikes. If you're running Maruscara uh, with the um, the emperor's children then you can have both of those come in on whatever turn you want without flank mm-hmm. um and then pff, you're killing it and if you're going land speeders i'm a big fan uh if they're just regular ones and you want them to kill vehicles grab guns and melta mm-hmm. or multi melta mm-hmm. sorry um if you feel like building that nightmare proteus kit i talked about earlier or if that is those ones i personally like heavy bolters and uh Volkite culverins um okay. Because then they're just mobile mobile fire platforms. Yes, So exactly. that if you run up against a horde army, you can deal with it. Yeah. Um, and it's like medium strength. Uh, he also has a refurbished Leviathan that he's going to use for his Emperor's Children, but he, he could also use it in an Iron Hands list. I like it more for the Iron Hands. That feels like something the Iron Hands did more. Okay. Um, and again, maybe I'm just thinking about like Ulrak Branthan being like a big psycho guy. Yeah. But, um. I don't know. I don't like it in the Emperor's Children because the Emperor's Children is all about finesse and style and speed and perfect execution. And a Leviathan feels so clumsy to me. Okay. Well, look at uh, it. Like It's like a giant box on fucking stumpy legs. So are you, are you, are you saying they can't use box knots either because they're box on legs? I'm saying that they probably wouldn't. <laughs> they would use a Contemptor because it's refined. And I think an excellent option to use as an emperor's children contemptor is the custodian one see i was gonna mix and match i was gonna mix and match i was gonna i use mean hey leg- man it's your hobby do whatever you want <laughs> i was gonna use i was gonna use the legs from uh the content the custodian contemptor with the um leviathan 
and because it has like the eagle, the big eagle crest, eagles on the legs and whatnot. I'll I'll, I'll, yeah, talk, I'll, I'll when good. I when I when I when I do it up, I'll show you. Yeah, you can be the judge after that. Well, look, I mean, if you you know if it looks good, then I, you know I'll eat my hat, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna, but uh, I know what you're saying. I, I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah, like you know, and again, like I mean, that's that's the beautiful part of this hobby. Like I'm not gonna be, you know, to me, if I was building the Emperor's Children again, I don't want a Leviathan in it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna look at yours and be like, they wouldn't use that clump. Yeah, it's gross. Thing. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? But Pink, I do like, see your nose point. in the air. I know that's like that is an Emperor's Children thing to do, but <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean that that's the beauty of this hobby, right? And that's why you know just cuz like and you know for Jeremy, if I'm making if I'm making you like a list and these are my suggestions, you don't have to fucking do them. No, um, no, no, I know, by I know. No means is it is it necessarily the best. I think just, I think what you I think what you're actually trying to say is it, between the two armies, you'd put the Leviathan in the yeah. Iron Hands over the Emperor's yeah. children. Yeah. Yeah, cuz to me I see the contemptor being used more in in the Emperor's children. And I see, and you know, I see contemptor is being used in, in the Iron Hands and box knots probably being used a lot in the Iron Hands as well. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, oh fuck! Actually, if you want to get real nasty, because you have an open spot for one, uh, one console type. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to take the Leviathan and you know maybe drop, um, the Land Speeders and the Sikarin or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe pop in a couple of contemptors with uh, the um, carries assault cannons or something. Get a mortifactor in there. Mm. Like that becomes shit hot. And and then you know who cares about delivery systems for the Leviathan and the Dreadnoughts? They now have like a feel no pain, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you can have the Dreadnoughts, and that's a really cool image that I've I've got in my head now. You can have the Dreadnoughts just firing on like full um and mm-hmm. you know you can give them like double las like you can give them twin link blast cannons and make them a cordis um or whatever like the contemptor light is yeah, yeah 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 and just have them firing right and those become your iron hands mobile support platforms um and then have your predators hunting down light vehicles like rhinos and stuff mm-hmm. have your your tactical marines as your gun line and then you know if you've got vets uh, I mean, it, well, if you get Seekers, Seekers score, perfect. Vets coming mm-hmm. out of a Termite, score. Gorgon Terminators have Implacable Advance, great. They score. Like, most of your stuff's going to score, man. So your scoring's going to be taken care of. You got yeah. five units or so. Um, but And you don't have to take the Phobos and the Proteus. You could switch it out or mix and match it or, or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, or, or put, uh, you know, take the Storm Eagle out and put... Um, medicine in the phobos and put them in there with a squad of eight weapon master vets and mm. you know uh an apothecary mm. right and you've got something similar to gorgons but they're going to be weapon skill five right and have those out th- outflank in the phobos and have the the termite come out of the ground with um uh machine killer vets in it and you've mm. got you know you've got two um and again i don't like the termite in there but i don't care do you know do what you want you mm. have it already um, there's no reason that they wouldn't send one termite to do it um, if that's what they do, right? If that, like, vets are a specialist unit, yeah. if all they do is pop up behind armor coming out of the ground to just melt it into slag, perfect. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. 
Go for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Right? And that that's capacity 12. So if you really wanted to, you could throw medicine in there just for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I like them being in the Storm Eagle with the Gorgons because I think Gorgons are cool and people don't run them enough. And the whole reason you're doing the Iron Hands is because you don't see them a lot. Right? Yeah. So do something crazy with it. Do something that guys aren't expecting. Exactly. Um, and, you know, and you can make a cool theme and you kind of have that that epic image in your head like I've got right now. Um and now I want to do it in Emperor's Children version. Um, Soul Tarvitz. Because <clears throat> it's uh, it's funny. Like Ryan was playing. He was going up against World Eaters. Yeah. Um, back, uh, like, you know, when restrictions were a little lighter. Yeah. He was playing against uh, another guy that is prepped for Return to Istvan um, with mm-hmm. his World Eaters. And he was like, how do I beat World Eaters with Emperor's Children? Like, they're both close combat armies. And I said, well, you're playing Loyalist, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, perfect. So like your palantine blades have counterattack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got terminators. I was like, I would outflank them with Maruscara or have them walk up. I was like, you've got Rylanor the unyielding, have him parked somewhere, just laying covering fire out over your, your Marines and your vets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I would have them just hunker down as um, like a gun line. Mm-hmm. I was like, just cause the emperor's children are good in combat. doesn't mean they have to be in it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you know, Saul Tarvitz gives counterattack to a unity's joint and, and he had a chaplain as well. So I'm like, you can put the chaplain with, you know, another unit that you're going to get the charge off with, um, you know, or put it in with the Palantine blades mm-hmm. just to help to buff the Palantine blades up a little bit and then have um, Tarvitz with like one of your blobs of term of uh, tactical Marines. Mm hmm. And then have Rylanor just shooting over top. And I was like, because he's going to have to come to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's not going to be yeah, yeah, he's gonna sitting back to doing nothing. You. So, like, you don't have to get to him as fast as you can. You can shoot at him and try to, you know, weed him down a little bit, chip away at him a little bit here and there. And then mm-hmm. once he gets close enough, then you can charge him if you have to. right? Or if he's close enough to the point where he's going to charge you on the next turn, you might as well take advantage of the Emperor's Children rule then and mm-hmm. charge them. But if he manages to get the charge off on you, you've got two units with counterattack on the front line. So mm-hmm. they're still going to get the bonus attack. And then, you know, you have, and then I think I told him to line some guys up behind him so that they can charge into whatever unit needs them to be charged into to help. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, he went from being like, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to win this. Like, you know, the world leaders are going to run over me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh and he beat him yeah right uh so like there, there's a way to do it like yeah so Saul Tarvitz isn't a great combat guy but he's no. gonna use the buff and I was like plus you might be able to get a lucky snipe out of him um I mean I don't, I don't like that he's a sniper rifle but eh, whatever it is what it is I think yeah. a seeker a seeker bolter would have been better like the special issue ammunition yeah yeah oh 100 percent yeah I think that would have made more sense for him but whatever I'm not a game designer um <laughs> What do you know? Yeah, I don't know shit. I'm just some amateur with a microphone. Um, <laughs> if anyone soap. at Forge World's listening. Yeah. If anyone's at Forge World's listening, I don't need a job, but I would take one. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no to it. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, man. So that's probably what I would do. I know you've got some old Mark One rhinos as well. Um if if you're like me and you don't want to put the termite in there, pack those uh pack one of some of those um weapon master vets in a rhino mm-hmm. right you gain outflank with head of the gorion um and that's what's really good like you can kind of pull your own version of 
Maruscara slash decapitation strike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and all your vehicles are going to be more resilient because you might, you know, recover a bit. And, uh, oh man, is that every vehicle? Just thinking about it. I think it's, I think it is all every vehicles in the detachment game. Oh man. If you take a mortifactor, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing's dying. Yeah. Good luck getting rid of that fucking Leviathan. <laughs> Definitely put it in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think mortifactors are the, the new meta. <laughs> uh, you you didn't hear it here first though. I, I didn't come up with that idea. That was, no. I heard that. I heard that from a guest on the eye for us. Mm. Um, I'm going to look into it more. Yeah. I saw a good conversion one, actually. I'll I'll send it to you. Um, Can't remember where I saw it, but I sent it to Brady um, because he and I were chatting. He's got got a pretty cool uh, Iron Warriors list that he's working on. Mm. Loyalist Iron Warriors list. Um, He's theming it around, like, the siege at Paramar, or the defense at Paramar, I should say, because he's on the defending side. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, he wants to use Cure Valen and... Um, he's going to use a move similar to this, actually. Uh, but, he, he, you know, in finding what it is and how he wanted to theme that list, he toyed with the Mortifactor a couple times just because he likes Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you like Dreadnoughts, bring a Mortifactor. I think you'd be foolish not to. Um, like, it fits. If you're deploying a mass amount of Dreadnoughts, why would the Dreadnought guy not be out there with him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that makes and, yeah, and he's good. Like he's a really good unit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really good centurion. Uh, yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking right on. Uh, I don't know anything you'd add or change. No, that's um, with what he's got, that's the road I'd go down to. Yeah. Um, head of the Gorgon is one of the most underrated. Um, I think the Iron Hands in general. Yeah. You know, all of the Istvan Five Loyalists just don't get the respect they deserve. Well, that's because they. Say that. I'll say that right now. They got butchered there. Fight I anyone mean, who disagrees. I mean, the Salamanders are a great army. The Iron Hands are a great army. The Raven Guard are a great army. Um, I think my my biggest problem with um two of those armies is they're black. Yeah. And. I think I think that's one of the biggest things that stopped me from doing an Iron Hands army was I've already done a Dark Angels army. How am I going to really make them look that much different from my Dark Angels? Mm-hmm. And that's where it really came down to was, I mean, they're a great army. I know they could be very thematic. I know they could be a lot of fun on the table. They could mm-hmm. do a lot of fun things, make games really interesting, throw people for a loop. But I didn't want to paint black again. Yeah, man. I think I think that's why I've been leaning towards my <clears throat> sense of Horus, World Eaters, Death Guard, yeah, Emperor's Children. Is there not black? And I was like, see if I was going to do the Iron Hands, I'd do their black kind of the way that like Matt Cain did it, okay, like, on on the Forge World ones. Like if you look at them, they don't really look black; they look like an oil spill. Yes, yes, right. that that's the way I do it too. If you yeah. do that oil, like the oils. Yeah, the oil-looking color. So I, I think how you do that is like, uh, well, you could save yourself some time if you don't care about Zenith highlighting those, because I don't know what degree is gonna help it, mm-hmm. um, or if you care, uh, maybe Zenith highlight, you know, your your characters or something. But I think you can probably get away with it, um, and just like 
spray base coat them silver mm-hmm. and then use some inks and kind of um, build up purples, greens, and golds yeah. in spots. Yeah, and get it in the corners um, and whatnot, especially yeah, in the shoulder I'd, pads. I'd, I'd probably go purple in the recess, green on the mid, and then gold from the top. Mm, okay. Um, and then once you've got that set, then you're just spraying black ink over top of it or black contrast paint. Mm-hmm. Or um, I think he was using like the black clear paint from okay. Forge World. So you could use the black Tamiya or the black yeah. the black uh, Citadel clear, Yeah, um, which is the old Forge World one. I can't remember what it's called, but I got it right here. Cause that's how I, I did my night Lords by just layering over, um, death shroud clear mm-hmm. and, uh, Calif blue okay. to create my, and that, and that kind of like, it leaves like a semi-gloss sheen on it as well. So it kind of, if you're doing it over matte colors, it actually creates like a non-metallic metal blue. Okay. Um, or a non-metallic metal color. At least the blues that I did, like the midnight blues that I did, came out looking almost non-metallic metal. Okay. Um, which I didn't try to do. It just it just worked out yeah, that way. Yeah, just the way that the clear paints layered up. That's how mm-hmm. it looked. Uh, and then you know you're not like okay, here's my black color. Yeah. Right? Like you've built a different color, but then you've just layered black over top of it to change. Yeah, it, exactly. To modulate well. it. Um, whereas the Raven Guard, like you're gonna be painting black. Same with Dark Angels. <laughs> yeah, same with the Dark Angels. <laughs> it's um, black. Yeah. Uh I mean, you know, I like painting I like painting black. I'm good at uh, yeah, I did a huge Ultway army at one point. And, mm-hmm. Um it's evolved since then. But uh you know, I mean I'm I'm looking at I I've got a, a Raven Guard sergeant here. Mm-hmm. He's painted up, or he, you know, he's got his his black done. Actually, I've got Katie's necks here as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm gonna redo his guns, I think, before I finish painting them. But, um, you know, they're they're up against this the ashen claws, which are so dark gray, it's almost a black. Yeah, basically a black. But now I've got two wholly different shades, and I'm not getting exhausted at painting it because I'm mm-hmm. changing. Changing you're out. changing the style, the way you're painting it, and and the color in general, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm modulating. Right? I mean, we've said it a hundred times before. Like, black's a really forgiving color. It's one of those colors where, like, you can make it's it really easy to make good. To yeah, make it look good. Um, but to make it, it look great, I don't. I, again, I don't know that's that that is hard per se, but it's it's different. It's different. Yes. Right. But yeah, to your point, like. I mean, if I was still doing all, that's kind of what killed me on Altway. Like I had a lot of stuff that was almost done mm-hmm. it as well. And I ended up just selling it because I'm like, holy shit, fucking kill me now. I don't want to edge highlight with Codex Gray anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I don't want to paint bone white anymore. Uh, I just don't want to do it. I, I have I have that new Aldred Altwin model. I've had it mm-hmm. for years since it came out in that box set. Oh, okay. And he's been built since it came out in that box set um, i don't couldn't... even have them fucking primed <laughs> <laughs> like he just sits up there because I, I i kept like an old farseer i did and i kept like uh an old um shit what are they called what are the the one just under the farseer oh um fuck uh warlock warlock yeah it? Yeah. yeah, it's Warlock. Yeah, it's Warlock. Yeah, yeah. and I've, I kept, like, one of the Warlocks. Um, and again, like, they look good, but that was, like, you know, the first time I picked up a paintbrush since I was a kid kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's one of the reasons I want to do Eldred is because I want to like put my old first here and be like, this was 2012 or 2011. I can't yeah. remember it. My, yeah, I think it was 20. Actually, it's the newer, it's one of the newer first years. So it's probably 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's from, you know, almost 10 years ago to now. And now, um, just to kind of show it. Oh, actually, now that I'm looking at that shelf, I actually I did more hobby progress as well. I did it um, just kind of absentmindedly. I don't even know what I was doing. Maybe I was on a conference call or something, but um, I freshened up my Alverix Mon conversion. Mm-hmm. So I busted his arms off. Um, I mean, his, you know, he's got the, the um, Nuncio Vox from the, uh, the master signal kit, mm-hmm. but I don't need to tell you that like resin aerials fucking break super easy. Yes. Um, and so both of those broke off a long time ago and left, but I had, uh, um, I had one of the special command aerials from like a Lehman rust tank or something. And, uh, that's like a dual aerial thing. So I cut the top aerials off mm-hmm kind of create like a unique looking sturdy aerial system um and i stuck those in, like i just drilled holes where the uh the old aerials were and i stuck those in there mm-hmm. and uh his old pose uh, i used the um the space marine captain that came out when the raven guard and 40k got like freshened up with like yeah. whatever tau kit or tau box sets yeah 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 that they came out with shadow something i don't know um and uh he's in he, he's available in the command squad kit right now that's the only way to get that captain mm. um he's got he's in mark six armor he's got one he's got his left leg up he's got like a tabard and then he's got a right leg that has a, a double-headed eagle like he would make a really good um actually he'd make a great conversion for like an emperor's children something or other um okay. and uh, i shaved the i shaved the double-headed eagle down and then i used a piece of etched brass that i still had left over to put a raven's skull over it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna remove the tabard. I, I gotta see if I can get like a really small Dremel or something. I think because I'm really into like putting turges on stuff right now, <laughs> and I still have like some more extra turges laying around. Um, and so I, I want to put it on on uh, Alverix Mon because um, I've I've got a model to do um, an Agapito Nev conversion as well um, to run like a cool tactical squad. I don't think I sent you that list I built, no. but I'll send I'll send it over to you. Uh, okay. after we're done chatting because it, it's just a tactical company um and actually that was brady brady kind of inspired me to do that because he was like hey he's like hey check out just like my mass tactical army uh for cure valen for like paramar and i was like holy shit i was like nobody runs stuff like this i was like i want to run something like this um and uh anyway and uh so yeah he's got his left leg up and then i had him like lifting his left arm like his left sword arm um or his left arm with a sword in it and it has like i don't know what kit maybe the regular tactical kit or something but he's got a power sword that has like an eagle head on it so it's like whatever it looks close enough it'll be like a raven mm-hmm. hilt on the sword and then uh his right hand just kind of was like kind of awkwardly holding a pistol still up i have a before picture so i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a before and an after picture of this mm-hmm. um, to show like a before little legend and an after after little legends lessons um <laughs> and uh and and his right arm was like a death watch arm because it had like a little you know gizmo on the the wrist 
Okay. Um, to be like, oh, he's a commander, and he's you know he does advanced drops and stuff. And then there was a bolt pistol in that hand, like a Mark IV bolt pistol in that hand. And then he was looking up towards the sword. It's kind of like an awkward, weird pose. Um, okay. Especially for someone who's his whole thing is like tactical planning and like direction. Like mm. it's not he's not really meant to be like a you know in the thick of the fighting. He's more meant to be like directing um and calling out threats uh, right because his, his yeah. stratovox gives anyone deploying from a deep striking vehicle within 18 inches of them counterattack. so it's kind of like hey you've got incoming on there and so um i actually had uh because i've got like you know leftover bits and bobs from primaris kits mm-hmm. um the primaris arms fit great on stuff especially for a Mark VI, um, for an Artificer Armor Mark VI or a captain who's already bulked up. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled the head off and replaced the head with uh, with a different one that actually has like the command crest on the, the front of it. Um, and the, uh, what is it? The um, Primaris, I, I'm guessing it's for a sergeant or something. He has like a, a left arm that's kind of bent 90 degrees and it's like flipped up like one of those uh if you remember like the you know the exchange students had the um translators when we were kids no i've never had you've never seen one okay um well i'm sure some people know what i mean but it was it was literally just a translator it's usually like the korean the korean kids we had at our school had them um but anyways it's just you know it's flipped up it's got a small screen on it like a keyboard on the arm Mm -hmm. and uh and then one of the other arms in there actually has like a two finger point Okay. Um, so I've got him now pointing, uh, in a direction of like a threat with the arms still up, but he's looking in the direction he's pointing to, okay. be like, you know, drop down there or move down or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then I put, uh, Sigismund's holstered bolt pistol on his left leg. Uh, the one that's like cocked up mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. uh, I put just a standard power gladius cause he just has a power sword. He doesn't have a paragon blade or anything. Okay. Um, and I, put one of those on his hip and then uh i don't know just because it's raven guard i i cut the um the gem the little round gem because this is the gladius that just comes with like the mark three assault, uh you know assault upgrade or whatever mm-hmm. um and then i put uh because i have the raven guard upgrade sets from gw that they're producing right now and they've got you know feathers and skulls and stuff and there's two feathers that are on a ring and i put that where that gem was so it's kind of like he's got the charm there and then he has the the skull embedded in his chest uh and then i replaced the base i pulled him off of uh off of the just regular base that he was on um and i put him on a leftover space marine heroes base that i had because a lot of my Actually, all of my Raven Guard um, commanders have some sort of extra rubble and buildup on the base. Okay. So I wanted to keep that going. And, and it helps them stand up a little bit, right? It helps them, like, stand above mm-hmm. um, other guys. And yeah, he stands out, right? A little bit bigger, right? Um, so, yeah, he'll, he'll look good. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to see if I can pull this fucking tabard off. i got to cut it because it's part of the dick plate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then I swapped one of his shoulder pads as well, because uh, okay. I'm I'm trying to make him look. You, you kind of have like a bust picture in the the Legion's army list, okay, of Alveric Mon. Um, but I always do helmets, you know me. So yeah, yeah. I'm not putting, a, I'm not putting that mohawk head on there. <laughs> um, get fucked. 
but uh, yeah. So it, I, I actually got a lot done, I guess, between now and then. Yeah, it sounds like you did a yeah. lot more than I did. Yeah, well, hopefully I've inspired you. Well, I'm uh, hoping. I'm I'm hoping. Like I, I'm said, I'm hoping tomorrow I'll be able to settle my butt downstairs in the basement and because i have i have i know what i want to do with the upper half of my leviathan for my for my emperor's children and i want i I found a quick easy fast technique to do marble yeah and so the the two like you got the center part of his 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 body where the head and you know the the cower cables are and whatnot and then you got those two bulky I want bulky uh, things on either side of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the bulky things on either side, I want to do in a marble. And I want to do them in marble and then have the purple down the middle, purple on the arms, uh, the shoulders and the arms, purple on the legs, but have uh, just the marble standing out. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've, got a, I've got an idea for a pose that I saw on Instagram. I can't remember the... Uh, the person who posted it, but it was a, they used, actually used a, it was actually a custodes, um, Telemon in a very dramatic pose. It almost looked like he was, uh, punching or firing his wrist mounted gun and not his main gun. And it was the, the way that he was positioned was very, very dynamic. And I'm trying to really, when I, when I do my Emperor's children, I want to make them very, very dynamic, very, um, I wonder if you could cut the arm off, like where, like you know, if because the telemon, like if you get the one with the fists, mm-hmm. I wonder mm-hmm. if there's like a way that you could nicely cut that off and then say attach the leviathan weapons, or if oh, like, I'm sure if you, you could. could even just attach the leviathan weapons like under the shoulder parts of the the telemon. I'm I'm, I'm going to look up the Telemon right. right now. Um, what do you like? What are you planning to equip it with? I was going to be actually. I was going to be equipping it with the assault can, not assault can, the, the, the uh, quad storm cannon thing. Quad storm cannon and a fist. Yeah, yeah. Or I, it's going to be mag. I was planning on magnetizing it, but once I saw that pose, I was like, no, I'm just going to do the fist. I never magnetize anything. I just make I my decisions and deal with them. <laughs> There's no going back. This is the way it is. This That's right. Is ha- this is the way it is. So yeah. I mean, I I mean, after seeing that, I was like, I went from I'm gonna magnetize this all, I'm like, to no, he's gonna have a fist permanently, um, kind of situation. Uh, let me just let me look up here, armies of the Imperium, do Emperor's Tone, and no, what the hell? What what's what is the issue here? Come on, Forge World. Yeah, come on, Forge World. Did anything new come out today? I don't think so. Not that I saw. Well, you're on Forge World right now. No, nothing. Huh. Well, I'm I'm deep into the. Uh, see the the Telemon is he's. I want the legs. I want the legs so badly from the Telemon. Yeah, they're good legs. I mean, the upper body you could probably attach the gun because when you buy the Telemon, he just comes no no weapons, right? He just has the missile launcher on top, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the shoulders. I mean, I could work with that though. I have, I have the Leviathan already. Leviathan's already sitting in my basement. I just want the legs. Do I want to spend $96 for a set of legs? Uh, I don't know, man. Cause the legs are also like, I think they're like pretty long compared they to are... like Leviathan legs. 
Yeah. And the Leviathan yeah. legs are like chonky. Well, let's see. What about what about the uh, what about their contemptor? What about their contemptor? Would the contemptor legs work? No, uh, they're 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 bigger than like a regular contemptor legs. I don't know. I mean, maybe they would. Maybe. Um, I mean, if not, you could always just make a contemptor out of it, right? Well, yeah, that's true. I don't. Know, I, I could. I could. I could. I'll have to see. I'd have to see. I mean, how much is the contemptor? Oh, Jesus Christ! The contemptor is even more. The contemptor is one hundred and fourteen dollars. I don't know if I want. Yeah, but it's because it comes with like a complete kit, though. Yeah, that's true. Right. And everything, you're going to the arms and everything, right? So, I mean, like, if the legs don't work, you can just turn them into... Yeah, that's true. But everything's out of stock. Oh, okay. So you're not getting it anyway. <laughs> I'm not getting it anyways. They must have hey. a 40K, uh, 40K update. Out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Out of, all, all, everything's out of stock. I could get the Telemon without the guns, and that's about it. Huh. Weird. Everything. Everything else. I, is I would stuff. have thought that like it was just kind of a bundle deal. If you're getting like the Telemon with weapons. Oh yeah, you you you, you know can, what I mean? Like you can get. You can't get the Telemon with the bun with the, with the weapons. He's one hundred fifty dollars. Okay, so it's just the weapons that are sold out. Yeah, yeah, it's just the weapons. So, yeah. um, let's see, new releases. Do we have anything? Um. Nope. The temporary out of stock for the Night Lords uh, Terminators. Uh, oh, something good. for Blood Bowl. I'll see those on the. Fuck, those are lo- those are awesome models. Yeah. Um, looks like Blood Bowl stuff. Okay. Versus... Yep. So but specialist all... game stuff. Yeah, specialized specialist game stuff. Uh, some Necromenda. Uh, Escher Firecats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool looking. Does it make mm. a good cyber familiar? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Or uh, if you're playing like the Sisters of Silence, like the Pursuer Cadre. Okay, yep. Yeah. yeah, those would be good. Those would be good for that. Um, there's yeah, a lot. Of, there's a few things. There's a few things in Necromunda you could use for cyber familiars. Yep. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, I bought the Orlock guy with the dog. Mm, yeah just so i could get the dog um the dog yeah yeah but there's also like the cyber mastiff with the police officer lady she was out of stock forever she might still be out of stock um, um just looking right now uh because i wanted to get her for my enforcers you could use that uh sump croc oh yeah yeah that'd be <laughs> awesome use a sump croc for like say um salamanders uh oh yeah salamanders yep um I don't know what one of their guys can take a cyber familiar, yeah, but and I don't think any of them. But yeah, you, I mean, um, I don't know. Pravian might be allowed to take a cyber familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's too bad more things can't take cyber familiars. Yeah. Uh, but of... the Iron Hands get it. It's fine. Still out of stock or sold out right now. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She she uh, sold a lot better, I think, than they thought. She was well, gonna... she's no longer available. Period. No, I think that's uh, there's a lot of stuff that says no longer available, and I'm not I'm not prepared to chicken little over that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's probably just like so the the supply is probably so disrupted mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of COVID that they're just putting it like that instead of temporarily out of stock. They're probably just like that's ah, no longer available, and it'll pop up again later. 
hopefully. Like, oh, there's no way. There's no way she's like not coming back. Like, um, they still sell all the other bounty hunters. Yeah, this is true. And like one of those things that is like that is the dread claw. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm go yeah, look the dread claw up. Well, Pull that also... up, Dread Claw. No, it did not like me just putting in Dread Claw. Okay. Do Anvilus. Yeah, I was going to say you can just put Anvilus. That'll probably show up. There you go. And no, it's available. I can add to the cart right now. Oh, okay. Well, I saw somebody posted a picture of Bam! it. Bam! Add to cart. No, okay. I don't want to spend $131 on something I don't need. Get on my cart. Or my cart. I'll take it off your hands. I'll give you $120. <laughs> and I'll pay for shipping and Yeah. No, 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 no. Remove. I don't need it. I don't need a Avalus. So yeah. Well. Yep. Right on. I think that's pretty much it. Put yeah, a bow on that, that I baby. Think we're gonna, I think we're gonna put a bow in this episode. Um uh yeah, remember to uh check out Dark Horse Painting. Um mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put Luke Ash's thing in there as well because it's, I think it's Laughing Carp or something. Um, I'm drawing a blank on it right now. I'm not now. sure. And I don't, I don't have my Instagram open is the issue. Um, but we'll put it in the show notes. Make sure you go check it out. Give him some love. Um, and uh, yeah, Little Legend Studio, check him out on Patreon. If you want to get mm-hmm. in touch with us, you want us to do a listener list. Um, if you want me to do like an actual full detailed listener list or if you want craig to do one we Mm. can do it but uh if you already have models we need like a detailed list of what you've got and we need a specific points level that you want us to build that list to um if 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 you're just looking for inspiration and you know general theme idea do Mm. exactly what jeremy just did um and and yeah, I like doing stuff like that too. Yeah, um, yeah, because we're more open to. Yeah, yeah, we can just shoot the shit and talk, and it evolves, you know, while yeah. we're talking about it. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, maybe maybe that inspires Jeremy to go do something even better, even more mm-hmm. inspired than, you know, what we came up with. Um, exactly. But if you want us to do that for you, you can send us an email, deathandbetrayal at gmail.com, uh, or hit us on uh, Instagram at the DAB podcast, mm-hmm. or on Facebook at DAB podcast. Uh, I think it's facebook.com slash DAB podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all, that's all of our contact info. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Little Legend Studios um, on Instagram at Little Legend. Uh, and then his Patreon as well. Uh, if you want to get a little bit more skilled and you like his style of painting, yep. but if you want to make your own style of painting, then I would sign up for private lessons when they come around. I think they're adding another instructor in March. Okay. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. So you'll be able to get some more spaces. Um, and then uh, any th- oh uh, yours um, at Craig at or Craig the or the Barbarian. I haven't posted anything since December 9th, sadly. Well, I mean. That should be your motivation right there. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm dropping the ball. You know what's funny is I've actually gained quite a few followers over the past little while, and I haven't posted anything. Uh, I, I think I've gained like 35 followers over the last month and a half. Well, my dog is only four months old and has like 1,300 followers. So fuck yourself. <laughs> um, your dog has a Instagram. I'm sure that was Nicole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have like 1,300 followers on it already. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, 
and uh, if you like nice husky pictures, go look them up. Um, and uh, yeah, anyways, follow at Craig or the Barbarian. Totally threw me off. It's getting late. Mm-hmm. Um, it is getting late. Yeah. And uh, other than that, keep those Geller fields up. Take care, guys. Thanks. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.